Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, it's Deuce. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. The Kings with a really nice win against the Phoenix Suns. A couple of things to note. This is a shorter one. You're going, what? what is this 15-minute episode? Well, I did a 45-minute live stream for my phone because we had computer issues. I was solo because Morgan's on her way back from the G League Winter Showcase where she did broadcast work. So if you want my full raw thoughts with Carlin, my dog featured in it, who's recovering from his surgery... Check out youtube.com slash at Deuce and Mo, but I want to at least give you a little audio side of this. So enjoy this episode of the Deuce and Mo podcast. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. The podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this on a Friday night after the Kings respond in a big way against the Phoenix Suns. It was just two nights ago against the Celtics where they struggled mightily. They got punked, gave up 144 points, got blown out on the home floor. So how are they going to respond tonight against the Suns team that's coming off a bad loss that's been struggling and they just lost to the Blazers? Well, the Kings responded Great. Yes, Kevin Durant played. Yes, Devin Booker played, but the Kings competed defensively. De'Aaron Fox made some Kings history tonight, and Damanis Sabonis with another triple-double, his fourth of the season. Each and every one of our podcasts presented by our friends over at Northwest Exteriors. Check out their website, northwestexteriors.com. I'm Deuce Mason, normally joined by Morgan Reagan, but she's on her way back from Orlando after being at the NBA G League Winter Showcase where she was doing some broadcast work. So you're getting a solo audio pod tonight. I did a video stream, had some computer issues, so I literally went live from my phone. And I went, you know, I can't use that as audio for the podcast. People can go check that out if they want. It features me, my dog Carlin as well, who is recovering from spine surgery. Let's talk about this one. Kings win 120 to 105 over the Phoenix Suns, and I was really curious to see how the Kings were going to respond. I thought last game was so disappointing. Like, look, you lose games to good teams, all right? The Celtics are a great team. They're a championship contending team. But they got, like, really punked. The defense was really, really bad. And some of the Kings' weaknesses were exposed, right? Well, tonight I felt like Sacramento came out and said, we are going to be the ones who are going to play with force Nurkic missed the game too tonight. So that allowed Sabonis to go to work early. And he did just that. The Suns started Eubanks, but he really was no match for Sabonis. Azabuki wasn't a match. Chemeze Metu was not a match. Sabonis went at them with just an absolute aggressiveness that you love to see from him. He scored almost 30 points in this game. He had 28 points. He was 12 of 15, and he secured the triple-double with 11 assists and 11 rebounds. I just loved what I saw from him, especially after he struggled against Boston the other night. I felt like he was trying to go up Porzingis, 
And Porzingis was outstanding, right? And I want to see Sabonis try to stretch a guy like Porzingis out to the perimeter a little bit more next time they play. But tonight, this was a perfect opportunity to play the bully ball and go get yours. He was fantastic. Sacramento tonight wins a game where they hit only 12 threes. They are 12 of 38. There's not many nights you're going to win games in the NBA being 12 of 38, but you will if you're competing defensively. And I thought tonight Sacramento did a great job competing. Look, we know the Kings' weaknesses. We talk about them, especially in those games like the Clippers games, the Celtics game. They just look like they're overmatched. There's going to be some bad matchups. But tonight, they're taking on a team that's got two guys. Just absolute scores who can get buckets in Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. They're going to get numbers every night. They really are. They still got theirs tonight, but you never felt like they're dominating the game because the Kings made them work. Keegan Murray's defense tonight, again, dealing with Devin Booker, was fantastic. I thought Kevin Herter was really active defensively tonight. I thought Harrison Barnes had some nice moments, even trying to deal with Kevin Durant and being aggressive offensively, knocking down some shots, getting to the free throw line. We know some of the weaknesses in the starting lineup defensively, but if you can just play some good team defense, have active hands, right? Use your size to your advantage. Be disciplined. You're going to be okay because Fox can go out there and defend a little bit, right? He's been looking like a two-way stud. Sabonis competes his ass off defensively, and Keegan plays good defense. So if the other guys are in the right spots, they're rotating well, contesting, not getting beat, not having bad fouls, you're going to be fine. And the Kings fought through some early foul trouble in this game. You know, Phoenix shot 16 free throws in the first quarter. There were a ton of free throws. In fact, the first quarter lasted almost 37 minutes. It was insane. There was like a clock issue too. That was weird. It was just a bizarre night, right? But I loved the compete level tonight for the Kings. That was just amazing. Now, it was not only defensively. I thought they set the tone offensively too. They were pushing like we haven't seen them push against some of the better teams. I think Sacramento last year was consistently pushing the pace. This year, there's some games I'm like, they're not, why aren't they? Are they letting their missed shots get to them? Are they letting the other team get to them? They're just not having that same focus. Even when the Phoenix Suns were scoring tonight, that ball was inbounded and the Kings were getting into their stuff. That was key in this one. I thought they played a pretty good first half, and that was even with Keegan dealing with some foul trouble. So the big question was going to be, all right, third quarter. Against Boston the other night, the game kind of went sideways late second quarter, but it was still in reach, and then it was an all-out blitz in the third. Tonight, Sacramento came out with that same force in the second half. They came out with the pace. They were getting stops. They were getting deflections. And then they started knocking down shots. The lead ballooned up to 29 points. And we saw things in that third quarter that made me so happy. They started the quarter on a 9-0 run. Keegan's three put him up 20 at 74-54. to I was just in awe. I'm looking back at my notes right now about the Kings' pace. They played really fast in this game the other thing Keegan Murray this game 
is evolving before our eyes. He's constantly scoring 20 points a game now. And ever since he got back from that injury, that little back thing he was dealing with, he hasn't had a problem scoring the ball. You could, uh, of course, look at that 47-point game. Yeah, that was amazing. But it's 20 almost every night. And tonight he had 21 points. But it's not just the catch and shoot threes like he was doing last year. I mean, he's putting the ball on the floor, sure. But how about him, like, jab step three ball on Devin Booker, a little step back on Grayson Allen. He's playing with some amazing confidence. And I just realized I said amazing about seven times on the podcast. It's probably because I'm going solo. I'm not having Morgan here to cover up all my weaknesses. Taking a sip of liquid death. Hold on. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <sighs> Keegan was really fun to watch tonight. And if he can keep this up, show that he can be this 20-point-a-game score and do what he's doing defensively. Oh, man. The Kings have a really, really special player and a bright future. De'Aaron Fox tonight passed Mike Bibby for the Sacramento-era lead in assists. Awesome. Just a cool moment at the arena, too. The fans gave him a ton of love, and, you know, De'Aaron's been here seven years now. I was thinking about that a bit today as I saw that he was four assists away from passing Bibby. And you think about everything he's gone through, a lot of losing, disappointment, you know, maybe not playing up to his expectations throughout. Last year, he was awesome. All NBA. He was an all-star. His game elevated, right? And the Kings won. So it got more attention than ever. This year, the guy is averaging 30 a game. And I went back today because I'm like, has a member of the Sacramento Kings ever averaged 30 a game in a season? I could not think of one. And I went to double check. No. DeMarcus Cousins? No. Hall of Famers like Chris Weber and Mitch Richmond? No. Kevin Martin, who showed he could score? No. De'Aaron is doing it. At such a high level right now, he's efficient. The three-point shooting is probably the the biggest difference this year. When he's taking over eight a game and hitting at a 40% clip, you start looking at the other guys who are doing it. It's like Steph Curry, who takes over eight a game. He's at 11 a game. He's at 41%. You know, Tyrese Halliburton's taking eight and a half a game. He's over 40%. Tyrese Maxey. There's not a long list of guys. Paul George is another one. So it's not like, oh, De'Aaron's shooting much better from three. That's an improvement for him. No, it is. But what we need to realize is that he is doing it at a level that is elite in this game. He's taking over eight a game and at 40%. Is he going to keep that up? I don't know. But uh, to be honest with you, the more you watch him, you go, it looks good. He looks confident. He's shooting it deep. You can tell it's something he completely focused on. And I know 
all players do that during the offseason. Hey, this guy's working out with this coach. He's put the work in, and it looks like at least here we are through the Kings' first 27 games. I know he's missed some games in this stretch. He's played 21 now, I believe. He is showing that he can hit it consistently, and that's huge. Even if that number dips a little bit, that's amazing. Eighth time I said amazing. Speaking of De'Aaron, what a game he had in this one. I felt he wanted to come out and be aggressive too. And that was probably key in tonight's game where Sabonis comes out, scores the first six points, and then Fox had 12 points in the first quarter. He is just playing at his pace right now, right? And it's that's not always fast. I think there's a misconception about him that it's like, oh, he only has one speed. It's fast, fast, fast. And, oh, what happens when he loses the speed? Well, I think he's showing he's evolving his game that if later in his career the speed is not where it used to be, he has the skill level to create his own shot in a variety of ways, and it's not just by blowing by the defender. He can hit a step back on you. Tonight, dude, he had Durant in the post and schooled Kevin Durant. I know Durant's 35, but it's still KD. He's got length. He could be a problem, and Fox just made it look easy. And that's, I think that's probably the word I'd use tonight. It looked easy for him. He says he can get his shot anytime, any way he wants. And these are the nights you, you believe him. You're like, yeah, I'm going to see that. And it obviously helps when the other guys on the team are performing, so they can't just key on him either. So he finished in this game 23 points. Seven assists, six rebounds. He also had two steals, two blocks, nine of 17 shooting. Uh, he was two of six from three, three of four from the free throw line in this game. And those seven assists, good enough to pass Mike Bibby. So that was just a cool moment at the game tonight. So we talked about Sabonis. We talked about Keegan. We talked about Fox. We should definitely talk about Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter because these guys get a lot of criticism when things aren't going well. And I thought tonight they played really good games. I'm don't even t- I'm not even talking about Harrison Barnes finishing with 19 points. Doesn't matter to me. Or Kevin Herter knocking down some shots. To me, it was competing defensively, not getting burned. They were defending pretty well, active hands, getting deflections, and then the other stuff was happening. Kevin Herter, it's fine if he's not knocking down shots. I'm not going to say it's fine, but I can deal with it if he's competing defensively, using his length to be a problem, right? He got switched on Kevin Durant tonight a couple of times. Didn't get killed, right? I had a nice contest that forced a miss. I was happy with it. But I want to see him do other things. I want him to set up people. I want him to drop some dimes. He did that tonight. Harrison Barnes, I thought, had some nice moments as well. And then he was obviously knocking down the three, attacking, getting the free throw line. Just a really good game for both those guys. So your starting five tonight played well. And that, to me, was the key. And then coming out of the gates in the third quarter was spectacular when you outscored him 38-30. to It was really, really good to see the Kings respond after what went down the other night. A couple of other notes real fast. (laughs) Come on, man. Malik Monk, dude. Another nasty jam. Crazy sequence, right? Sabonis turns the ball over. Keon Ellis had some nice moments for him tonight, too. Again, He's being active with his hands. He's playing some really nice defense for Sacramento. Forces a turnover. Gets Malik Monk, who just cocked it back and jammed it. Eubanks tried to get out of the way at the last second. Also, Monk, career-high three blocks in the game. Those were all in the first half. Got the crowd into it. That's what the bench guys do. A guy like Malik Monk finds ways to get the crowd into it. The Kings were not good at home last year, right? 
The Kings had more road wins than home wins. That could not be the case this year. They're 11-4 at home. It's just so much better than it was a season ago, and that's some improvement, so that's good to see. It's a quick turnaround for the Kings. They play again tomorrow night. Minnesota comes to town. They've got the best record in the Western Conference. They're going to be without Cat, but to me, it doesn't matter. They've got guys that can hurt you. Number one, we all know Ant. Anthony Edwards dropped 35 on Sacramento when the Kings went there and beat them in Minnesota. I thought that was one of the best Kings games of the year is how they played well in that in-season tournament game at Minnesota. Minnesota was out with was without Jaden McDaniels in that game. That's something to watch tomorrow. How does Jaden McDaniels deal with De'Aaron Fox? He has shown the ability to play some nice defense. He's 6'9". He's long. And now, of course, he's a guy that's improved his offensive game as well. They're going to be without Cat, like I mentioned. But you've got Nas Reed, who is a problem, right? He is a guy that can come in and get instant buckets. He can stretch the floor. An energy guy. Rudy Gobert, hey, we've all made jokes about him last year. Oh, man, what a terrible trade. Walker Kessler's better. They got the best center in the deal, Utah did. Well, Rudy's playing at a defensive player of the year level this year. They're a good team, so it's not going to be an easy night. I know people are going to go, it's a back-to-back. I don't, I don't care. I want to see the Kings play well in a back-to-back. Go compete. Don't get blown out. I do not want to see you get blown out at home to Minnesota you can't have these games where you have the ultimate high of highs where you're cruising, everything looks good, and then come down and lose by 20. It's happened too much this year. When you think about teams that have lost by 25 or more multiple times, Sacramento's in a list with like Charlotte, Washington, Detroit, Utah. It's not a good list to be on. It's all bad teams. So I think Sacramento's capable of playing better. Also, a back-to-back at home is a lot easier than I don't know, being in Cleveland and then flying to Brooklyn at the end of a road trip. You're on your, you're at home. You're in your bed tonight. Yeah, you got to deal with it. Every team plays back-to-back, so I want to see the Kings play well. It's going to be a tough matchup, even without Cat in the fold. So, appreciate you guys hanging out for this truncated edition of the podcast, the audio edition. If you want to watch the YouTube stream, as I mentioned, I did a live feed for about 45 minutes. My dog, Carlin, who is recovering from spine surgery, is featured in it because I would check on him a couple of times. I go more in depth a little bit, but it's also down on my phone because we had computer issues. Anyway, we can't thank you enough for the support. We will drop another podcast like we do each and every Kings game following the Kings T-Wolves game. Morgan will be back. We love you guys, but we gots to go. Y'all have an amazing night. See ya. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.